This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Star Wars nerds out there. I'm Brian, Lizzo is Star Wars canon Plofsky, and we're so happy you could be a Law & Order Clone Wars episode to be with us today. Because today in the Nerdverse, we are fighting over Darksabers to give you our instant reactions to episode 6 of The Mandalorian, Guns for Hire. So you might be thinking, how do I ensure I don't miss all these great new episodes? Well, it's easy. Just be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. But before we begin anything, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We're going to be spoiling quite a few things today, including episode 6 of season 3 of The Mandalorian, maybe some Clone Wars, some other stuff like that. This is your spoiler alert alert. Well, I know you may all be wondering, wait, where's Joanna? Brian did the entire intro. Well, Joanna can't make it today, so... As a very special guest, we have my cousin Larry. Uh, say hi, Larry. Hey. So yes, my cousin Larry agreed to join us today. Thank you so much for joining, Larry. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit of background about you know your love of Star Wars? I've seen all the movies and the TV shows, and I uh, I like Star Wars. Come on, Larry. You can share a little bit more than that. This is a podcast. You got to talk, man. You're lucky I'm even here, Brian. Okay, great. Why don't we uh, talk about some of the news? <laughs> What call is shouting? So there's been a ton of new news, especially trailers. We got the new Secret Invasion trailer, we got the new Blue Beetle trailer, and across the Spider-Verse trailer, a Barbie trailer, and there have been a couple more too. Plus we got some wild Harry Potter HBO news. Um, Larry, did you watch any of those trailers? What were your thoughts on any of them? Yeah, so uh, I don't watch trailers. Uh, I like to be totally surprised for the movies, so I have nothing to say about them. I hope that all of these movies are good. Oh, cool. Well, uh, honestly, Larry, I wish I was like you. I wish I had the willpower to stay away from the trailers. But to be totally honest, like, I kind of I kind of love watching them. But every time I go and see a movie and I come out, I say to myself, damn, I wish I didn't watch the trailer so everything was fresh. But the Secret Invasion trailer looked really good. It got definitely got me more excited for it. The Blue Beetle trailer is giving off Spider-Man vibes. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for that one. I don't know Blue Beetle that well, um, so I'm excited to go along for the ride. Plus, George Lopez is in it, and I love George Lopez. Um, the Across the Spider-Verse trailer just looks spectacular. I, I, I have nothing more to say than that. Than I, I genuinely cannot wait uh, to enjoy that movie. And then I think we'll hold off on the Harry Potter HBO news, which is wild, uh, until Joanna is back because I feel like she has a lot to say on that. So um, yeah, I guess I guess that's all the nerd news. Let's let's uh, let's jump into Nerdverse Customs. Everybody wants to hear what stamp you are, cousin Larry. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet, and I'm gonna see the world. Let me see your identification. Here's the final. Hold on. Hold on. 
This week, we're headed into the Star Wars sector of the Nerdverse. So, Cousin Larry, everybody wants to know, how many stamps do you have in your Star Wars passport? And... What image are those stamps? Yeah, I don't listen to this podcast. You're going to have to explain to me what a stamp is. So, like, when you go through customs at an airport, they usually stamp your passport to show that you're crossing, you know, country lines and... I know what a passport stamp is, you idiot. I just need to know what it is in the context of this show. I kind of can't stand your voice, so uh, I don't really listen. Great. Okay, super honest. Well, uh, essentially, on a scale of 1 to 10, how well do you know the Star Wars universe, all of canon? How much can you speak to everything? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm like a 1. I've seen everything once, so I'm a one, and uh, I'll go with Star Wars stamps as my stamp. Okay, this will be interesting. Uh, I didn't realize that, but I'm a nine. Nerd. Yeah, that's the point of this, Cousin Larry. Anyway. And my stamps this week are going to be, uh, I guess, domed cities? Let's let's go with a domed city. That's uh, pretty on the nose, but uh, okay, fine. I mean, you picked Star Wars as your stamp, so like uh, people who live in glass houses or, or bubbles shouldn't, you know, throw stones, you know what I'm saying? Don't be rude to your guest. Let's talk Mando. Oh, okay. Uh, slow down there, I guess. Uh, anyway, um, so Mandalorian. Okay, I'll start. This episode was wild. I ended the episode and I turned to my wife and I was like, what did we just watch? Um, I think I loved it. Uh, I'm of two minds of this episode. <clears throat> um, the first side of it is that, like, it felt like a Clone Wars episode. It felt like Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, going on a random mission. Um, that whole Law and Order sequence. And the cameos were insane. Lizzo, Jack Black, Christopher Lloyd. It, it just, like, went on and on. And, like, it felt weird and out of place in some ways. Because this is episode six of an eight-episode season. Like... I had a lot of fun in this episode. I was smiling ear to ear the whole time, but like I was a little lost in terms of like, we're wasting like good real estate, but like Star Wars is fun. So like, is it wasting if I had a good time? I just wanted to spend more time in this universe. That's really all I want from Star Wars shows and movies. And quite frankly, like this one gave it to me in spades. Brian, do you play cards? Uh, no. Uh, why? Please don't use similes or analogies or idioms that involve uh, card-playing games. Uh, if you don't play cards, it's a pet peeve of mine. You shouldn't use those. That's uh, weirdly, oddly specific, but sure. Yeah, I, I can do that. Uh, it gave it to me in uh, a lot. Gave a lot of it to me. Thank you. Uh, you can continue. Thank you. I will continue on my show. So like, I had a good time, but I was also very confused because like, what are we doing? I don't know where this season is going. Like, it's really a Bo-Katan Darksaber season and the resurrection of Mandalore. Like, we have two episodes left. Like, what's gonna happen? They only have like, what, two hours at the most, I guess, to like tell the rest of whatever kind of story they're telling this, uh, this this uh, this season, um, and then you have the end. You have the dark saber stuff, and I'm gonna be totally totally honest. The dark saber stuff, I'm still hung up on the fact that like the dark saber in Clone Wars has been passed off from like Sabine Wren to uh, Bo Katan, and she accepted it. Like uh, we Joanna and I talked about this. We first thought it was like. Will Bo not accept it because she needs to win it because she failed the first time? Now, I'm also wondering, because in the previously on, it was emphasized that Moff Gideon said again, like, to get the light Darksaber back again. Um, I wonder if it has to do with the second time around. I don't know. Regardless, for some reason, I'm totally hung up on that. Also, like, 
I don't know. It felt weirdly cheap that he she got it through a technicality, but like I don't really care. The fight between her and Wolves is was was totally fine. It was actually a lot of fun. It was really good. Um, but uh, I don't know where this is going, and I love uh, Kitty Sackhoff as Bo-Katan, and I'm excited to see what happens next. But like, what are we doing? I, honestly, it's it's also funny because this episode we got a lot of Mandalorian when uh, we hadn't like gotten a lot of him in, in the past couple of episodes. Um, I love that he used his relationship with Queel to talk to the Ugnaughts. Um, yeah, I had a fun time during this episode. The cameos really put a smile on my face, and I'd just been over-inundated with Jack Black this week because of the Mario movie, um, and we just love Lizzo in this house, so it was actually quite a pleasant surprise. Um, and Jamie said that she saw... Uh, Christopher Lloyd trending on Twitter before we even watched the episode. She was afraid he died, but obviously not because we saw this. Um, yeah, I know that this episode is going to be super divisive. It was well directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, so that really helped. Um, but it's going to be divisive because this is six and eight, and I, I guess this just means that the next two episodes are going to be like very, very, very intense, dense, chock full, robust. I don't know. Um, also, why? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll stop. I'll stop. Cousin Larry, what did you think? Why didn't Bo-Katan tell all of them that she had been to Mandalore and that we could take it back? It seems like she didn't use her full belt of, like, tactics. I don't know. Uh, I I'm on the fence about this episode. I, I, I had a fun time, but I could watch Clone Wars whenever I want. I, I really feel like I missed out on an episode that kind of is leading us towards the finale. But like you said, I have no idea what this season is leading up to. So like, maybe this was important. I don't know. I like Lizzo. I mean, Larry, what do you think is going to happen next in these last two episodes? I mean, there's like so much ground to cover, but we honestly don't know how much ground to cover there is. I really have no idea what's going to happen. Maybe there'll be a battle. Moff Gideon probably has to come back. Um... I don't know who's who's keeping an eye over Mandalore. Why do they not want people on Mandalore? Are they going to find more Mandalorians? Is there going to be like a Mighty Ducks 2 situation where they round up all the old players, all the old Mandalorians? I don't know. Oh my God, that's what I said last week. Again, I don't care. I don't listen to this uh, podcast. I'm doing it because my mom made me to help you. She thinks you're sad. Wow. That was, uh, again, really, really sharing a lot of information uh, here. So thank you, I guess. Like, uh, good content? I, I don't know. Another thing about this episode is that thematically, I'm not really sure where it was going. Uh, any any thoughts from your side, uh, Larry? Yeah, Brian, it was uh, pretty obvious to me. Uh, there are two ways to look at it, specifically in the section of Good Cop, Bad Cop with Bo-Katan and Din. So... Essentially, part one is that you're showing the bureaucracy of the Star Wars universe again. We've seen it in Andor when it came to the Empire. We've seen it in this show when it comes to the New Republic. And now we're seeing it in independent systems. There's still a lot of bureaucracy. Things can't get done. And so we are taken through that journey again. I'm wondering if that's somehow going to come back in the end. That's the first thing. The second thing is that we're also seeing how believers never die. So while that, you know, has to do with the Jedi and the sequel trilogy, when it has to do with here, the separatists, 
Uh, the Christopher Lloyd character is still a believer in the separatist beliefs and what Count Dooku shared with everybody. You know, ironically, behind the scenes, uh, realistically, that's the Empire's uh, doing. Uh, but yeah, once you believe something, it's hard to get out of that mindset. We saw it there, even if you're considered loyal. Um, you know, we had the Techno Union uh, talk there in terms of building those droids, and then we had somebody like the Christopher Lloyd character, who is a believer, and he never doubted Dooku, even all these years later, he never doubted Dooku. And I think that, uh, you know, to show time, we also had Bo-Katan saying she hadn't seen, you know, these battle droids since the Clone Wars, which uh, really, like, put us in our place when it comes to timeline. So that's how I interpreted that section uh, thematically and how it's tying into the larger Star Wars universe. Sorry, I got a calendar notification. Uh, it's my dog's birthday. Uh, little Larry, happy birthday from me, Cousin Larry. Although I don't usually call myself Cousin Larry unless I'm around you. I'm just Larry. Wow! What a roller coaster ride. That was actually really insightful, so thank you for sharing. I thought you were like a one in Star Wars. I feel like you know a lot more than you're letting on. I just like storytelling, Brian. Cool, great. Uh, also, happy birthday, Little Larry. Well, I think we're going to call it here. We just had a shorter episode today. This was a filler, weird episode that I happen to really enjoy. Uh, um, uh, any last words, uh, Cousin Larry? Sorry, Larry. Uh, I'm still absorbing this episode. Uh, haven't really made a decision if I like it or not. I think I liked it. I like Bryce Dallas Howard, and that's all that really matters. Hopefully the end of this episode is going to propel us into what is happening next. Potentially Moff Gideon coming back to try and take the Darksaber back. Maybe we'll get a really cool fight between the two of them. I do think that we're going to tie into Ahsoka somehow to lead into that series. Plus, Star Wars Celebration is this weekend in England. So I'm assuming we're going to get an Ahsoka trailer and we're going to get maybe a release date for Ahsoka. Now that we know the release date for Secret uh, Invasion, which is June, June 21st. Now, I didn't watch the trailer, but I do know when it... Uh, when it starts, so uh, don't question me there, Brian. I wouldn't dare question you, Cousin Larry. Just Larry. Sorry, Larry. I would, however, question your one stamp. I don't know about that. I like to under-promise and over-deliver. Well, you nailed that today, I think. Oh, something I totally forgot to talk about is how deeply invested I was in the Calamari Man and the uh, Captain. Uh, at the very beginning, uh, I was deeply invested in their love. I hope that they end up finding each other and uh, getting back together. Uh, it seemed that their love was real and genuine. I like that her tentacles touched his calamari face. Um, so yeah, I want to see a spin-off of that. More, more of that romance. Thank you. Well, Larry wants more fish romance in Star Wars. You heard it here first, folks. That did very much have Clone War vibes. Uh, yeah, I thought it was silly, and I liked it at the same time. Kind of like this whole episode. Also, you're welcome for me helping out. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna thank you in the outro. So uh, I guess I guess we're I guess we're gonna do the outro now. Please, I'm done here. I have to get home for Little Larry's birthday party. Well, nerds, that was a really weird episode, but thanks for the cameo, Larry. We hope you had as much fun as we did, everybody, and that you'll join us next time in another corner of the Nerdverse. As a small universe and a multiverse of other Nerdverses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and following along. Please keep telling your nerdy friends about us. 
Uh, any last words, Larry? I will not be listening to this episode because I did it and I know what I said. Great. Weird, weird way to end this. Uh, bye, everyone. We'll be back next week.